Welcome to Actor Spotlight. Today we are talking, and by we I mean producer Phil and I, we're talking about, I'm going to get this wrong, James McAvoy. There you there's go. There's no L in it. No, not Mackle. McAvoy. It's was, not Macklemore. Well, there's a, well, and there's a golfer uh, named Rory McElroy. Oh. And so I get James McAvoy and Rory McElroy. Not confused, but. Their names blur together. James McAvoy, um, April 21st, 1979, was hit when he was born. Uh, he is three months and two days. Yeah, no. A little under three months younger than me. Um, but he was born, we were born close together, actually. He is from a place near where I'm from, Glasgow, Scotland. So he's we're similar. Well, you've really let your accent slip. Yeah, I have definitely changed it up. And he lives in London currently. Um, he is um, no, was married to Anne Marie Duff. Uh, now they are divorced. They were married for ten years. That's pretty long. And they have one a child a together. Yeah, How about that, that? That's actually a really long time in in marriage years. No doubt about it. When they first started. He worked at a hot dog stand, and then he got big, and I moved. I'm just joking. I don't know. I don't know why they broke up or where, where he was at when they first started. Uh, but James is a uh, pretty big actor. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff and a lot of things you all know him from, uh, and particularly this week, we're going to be talking about Dark Phoenix, the end of an era, and... It's an end, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for stay, sure. Stay tuned for our thoughts on that. Yeah, we'll come back <laughs> after a bit with that one. But first, let's talk about James McAvoy. What, what, McEl, M- McAvoy. I'm going to get this wrong the whole time. Mm. James, um, what's your first, Phil, what's your first thoughts? When you think of James, if we played some na- some word recognition, James McAvoy, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Honestly, I, I immediately think of Split. Have you seen Split? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's his signature piece, huh? I mean, for me it is. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have seen him in, like, a dozen movies before he did Split. But for me, even though I had seen him in as X-Men and stuff like that before, I I don't know that I'd seen him in much else other than X-Men, to be honest, um, before he did Split. But Split is one of the most amazing, like, Oscar-worthy performances in the last five to ten years for me like mm. I, I'm, I'm just amazed that he was able to pull it off the yeah, way he did i thought he did a good job acting in that as well so yeah. i mean that, that that makes sense um obviously he's professor xavier uh the new newly minted as far as that goes the newest newest mint of professor xavier but for me patrick stewart sir patrick stewart is kind of the quintessential professor x movie version wouldn't you say yeah for you even is that that way yeah, I honestly I, I probably like them about equally. Like I, yeah. I, I think both are phenomenal actors. Maybe Patrick Sir Patrick um, edges them out just by a little bit, but maybe that that could be nostalgia. I don't know. I mean I was pretty young when those um I don't know, we both were in our early twenties when mm-hmm. those movies came out. So yeah. um I don't know. I, I uh when I think of Charles, I, I yeah, I probably do think of Patrick Stewart first, but James McAvoy is a very close second for me. I automatically think of the CGI'd Professor X. 
uh, from Wolverine uh, or X Men Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The CGI one as he's getting the kids to come onto his helicopter and how weird his face looks. <laughs> and he's talking to them and he's just like, not, he, he's talking to them with his, you know, with his, you know, his brain, his telekinesis. Yeah. But it looks so weird. And the CGI is so like, I'm not sure what I'm looking at there. It looks odd. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's the Professor X I want to envision forever is that one. Uh, got a, a start in a movie in 1995. Um, a very uh, not well-known movie called The Near Room. And from that point on, did a lot of different stuff. He uh, was in a movie called Wimbledon uh, with uh, Paul Bettany. That was in 2004. Uh, before that, we have uh, some others like uh, Regeneration uh, with um, people that we don't really know that much. Um, and then uh, he, uh, Bollywood Queen, no, not as much. Probably Wimbledon's the first movie that anyone would know him of, know him from, technically speaking. And then um, Narnia. He oh, Mr. is Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. I forgot about that. Mr. Tumnus, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm a satyr, and I've got <laughs> these furry legs and hooves. Uh, he is Tumnus too. So for a long time, whenever he became yeah. Professor X, I was like, "It's Tumnus. That's not." Yeah, I forgot all that's about not, that. That's not. That's not him. And even when he was in, uh, even when he was in Split. A little bit, but but still, he he really had become a big deal uh, when it came time for uh, that sort of stuff. He's in uh, the Last King of Scotland uh, again. He 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 did he reprise his role as Tumnus ever? Or was he just Tumnus once? Just Tumnus once, I believe. Uh, and then uh, he was in the Last King of Scotland, becoming Jane uh, Wanted. He's in that one. It was an action movie. Um, and then Nomeo and Juliet, he is the title role of Nomeo. <laughs> uh, and then uh, The Conspirator, which is a uh, Abraham Lincoln-based uh, movie about the assassination of Lincoln. And then he became Charles Xavier, Professor X. So I guess he has been on this X-Men podcast before when he was class. doing um, the Nomeo Nomeo and sequel. Juliet. Oh, well, was he, though? The, the sequel that we, did, that we did. Yes, he was in. Was he even in that, though? I don't think he was in that. Um, Sherlock Gnomes. Yes, he was. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I don't know. So he has been on this podcast before. Um, we've done a lot of movies on here, Bill. Uh, X Men First Class. What did you think of X Men First Class? I liked it. Um, I like. I liked that they were able to take it in a different direction. Like at that point, we'd had the X Three movies. We'd had X Men uh, Origins Wolverine, right? Before, mm-hmm. like, so like. Especially after X Men Origins, we're kind of like, all right, let's see some, let's just see something new. Like Wolverine was kind of a, a letdown for a lot of people, and so um, I, I was actually kind of refreshed to see a new cast, and I thought a lot of the new cast members were really solid. So uh, yeah, I was all in, and, and honestly, like Days of Future Past, like I really liked that one too. Me too. Um, and that was the crossover, and that really makes all of the current movie, the Dark Phoenix stuff, kind of wonky. Yeah, that's where things start to really slip a little bit. So, I, and, and you and I have talked about X Men Apocalypse quite a bit, just off the, you know off the mic, or whatever. But um, like, I actually kind of like. I'm one of the few that actually really like Apocalypse, and I think you you liked it for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I was fine with it. Yeah, um, but it definitely was a step back. I think from Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past was so epic. Yeah, and that time travel stuff. Uh, Bishop is in that movie. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, uh, he also. Uh, he, yeah, that's a cameo role. Is in X Men Days of Future Past, like X Men Days of Future Past, like we said, 
uh, the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. Plays a Victor Frankenstein in a movie called Victor Frankenstein with Daniel Radcliffe. I don't, I can't say that I've even heard of that movie. No. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Good job. X Men Apocalypse. He reprises his role as Charles Xavier. He had a big 2016 because he's Charles Xavier. And, and he is. Like tw- uh, 20 different characters. Of, <laughs> yes, a bunch of different characters in Split. And by the way, his acting job in that was phenomenal. Yeah. He did a great job. It's amazing. He's in Atomic Blonde. Um, See, and I, I never saw that, so I didn't know good. I didn't know he was in that. Atomic Blonde is a solid, solid movie. A lot of action-packed fun. Uh, not fun, but gritty, really gritty action-packed stuff. Uh, we've had the author of the book, yeah. Coldest Knight, yeah. on their show before. Yeah. So go back in the archives and listen to Anthony Johnston. Talk about uh, The Coldest Night and talk about Atomic Blonde because he has a producer credit on that movie. Mm. Um, Sherlock Gnomes and Deadpool 2. He makes a, a little brief cameo at the very end or during it. Uh, not in the end, but, but in a brief spot at the X-Mansion. He's in Glass where he reprises his role from Split. I've yet to see that. I need to. I need to. And obviously he's in Dark Phoenix as well. So... Um, may, uh, TV wise, it was in Band of Brothers, which that's a big one. Just one episode of that. Uh, Thirteen episodes of the TV show Shameless. Um, and that's really it. Uh, once he got into Watership movies, Down. Once he got into movies, he kind of let the TV stuff kind of slip. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he has acted a lot on the stage as well. Oh wow! Um, the Tempest, West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet, which is appropriate because he was Ben Romeo. And he's also been Romeo. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, let's see. Three Days of Rain. Macbeth. He played Macbeth in 2013. That's a big deal. Pretty pretty boss right there. And then let's talk real quick. Let's go to the trophy case. And let's talk about the things he's won. Um, okay. Here's an award I've never heard of before. On the Alliance of Women Film Journalists for the movie Atonement in 2007, he won with Keira Knightley Best Seduction. Yeah, that's real. That's a real award. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, he's won. He won a few awards. Awards for Split. Um, as far as different things. Kids' Choice Awards. He's never won one, but he's been nominated several times. Was he even nominated for an Academy Award for Split? Um, he was nominated. He won the West. He was nominated for the North Texas Film Critics Association for Split. His <laughs> actor nominated didn't win it though. He lost out to uh, Pistol Pete's uh, Hot Sauce there in Texas. Texas Pete's, give it a try. And um, sorry. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking for it. Uh, no, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, Screen, I don't think I don't think he was. People's Choice Awards, X Men First I'm Class. I'm looking at the best best actor best actor best a- actor nominees for that Oscar in that year, and it was um, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Lands, Fences, Manchester by the Sea, and Captain Fantastic. So, like, he was not nominated for best actor. That's kind of amazing to me. Technically speaking, his movie Atonement, that movie Atonement, is the most heralded movie. I'm saying awards wise. Now, Split, he was nominated a bunch too. Like, so, I mean, they're kind of a neck and neck 
sort of tie. But Atonement and Split are considered his two biggest things. The Last King of Scotland also got him some nominations for different awards. But none, but these are all like the Golden Globes are probably the biggest awards he's been nominated for, and that was for Atonement in 2008 uh, for Best Actor for a Motion Picture Drama. Um, People's Choice Awards. Yeah, so I'm not really seeing anything. Now, he did get nominated for Best Villain, or no, Choice Movie Villain for in the Teen Choice Awards for Split. Excellent work. Anyway, there you go. That's the trophy case. Let's close it right here. We're going to get that thing fixed. Trophy case. Uh, well, there you go. Anything else about James McAvoy? Our friend, James McAvoy. Uh, I mean, I'm very interested to see where his career goes in the future. I think he's already one of the, the greatest actors of our time. Like, I would yeah, put him easily in a top 10, maybe top five um, of, you know, now actors. Um, there's a lot of actors that I think have kind of come and gone, like they've kind of wanes um, as far as like, you know, they, they have a great movie followed by a terrible movie, that kind of thing. I, I think for the most part, I mean, maybe present company exclusive, excluded with Dark Phoenix. Mm. I, Dark Phoenix, even though as bad as we think that movie is, it's not his fault. Like he's a great actor in that movie. Um, I, I really think that he will go down as one of the best actors of this time period. So cool tools. It's unfortunate that he was in such a bad movie. Um. Well, we will see about Dark Phoenix. We're excited. I'm excited. Please be excited to talk about Dark, Dark Phoenix this week. So, folks, uh, thanks for coming into the actor spotlight. Uh, we're going to turn the light off now, and then we're going to go talk. Um, let's talk about uh, the, the movie right after this. See you soon. And remember, just because it's in the spotlight doesn't mean it's not James McAvoy. I'm not sure that's not really a good catchphrase. I'll come up with a better one for this show. See you soon. Bye-bye.